Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Roman Irias from Friends of PAC. That's the Pima Animal Care Center, because there's going to be a running of the bulls on 4th Avenue. Well, actually, it's more a walking of the pets. But stay tuned and listen to uh, Roman as he fills us in on the needs of the pack and their inaugural pet parade. Today's April 17th, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U, Arizona, and all stops in between. You get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android by simply downloading the uh, Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you want to get us on the show, probably the best way is just through social media on Facebook and Instagram. You can also email us, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That URL has all of our past episodes, and you can find the podcast just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. Well, here comes the judge, right? We have a new Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown Jackson, was just uh, selected and uh, nominated and um, will be the newest Supreme Court Justice. And that is just in time for you to celebrate other female justices through the American, uh, I'm sorry, the Arizona Theater Company. They've got their shows happening down on Scott at the Temple of uh, Music and Art, and their current um, performance, just as it might uh, be coincidental, but it's called Justice, and it's the world premiere musical journey with two of the world's most iconic women at the height of their power, 1993, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg has joined the Supreme Court. And uh, also there is Sandra Day O'Connor. So if you want to find out more about justice, it's playing in Tucson right now at the Temple of Music and Art as part of Arizona Theater Company's season. You can uh, check out their website, atc.org, for more information. And we have uh, a feature today about uh, some animals Roman Urias is uh, with Friends of PAC. That is the Pima Animal Care Center. They have a tremendous amount of need, which he'll talk about in his interview. And one of the ways they've come up with raising money is to have a pet parade. It's really a family day, and it's going to happen down 4th Avenue next weekend. So we wanted to have him on the show to tell us a little bit about the the PAC, what they do, and also uh, what festivities we can expect from Tucson's first inaugural Pet Parade. Um, all right. So my name is Roman Urias, and I'm the Development and Marketing Specialist for Friends of Pima Animal Care Center, or Friends of PAC. Um, we are the official 501c3 to the municipal uh, shelter of Pima Animal Care Center. Okay. And there is a, a big event coming up next week, which we're going to talk about, uh, but it supports PAC. Can you can you give us a kind of a little bit rundown on what the uh, the care center does? Yeah, I you know um, Pima Animal Care Center is Southern Arizona's largest animal services agency uh, and only open admission animal welfare facility. 
Um, PAC serves the unincorporated county, the cities of Tucson and South Tucson and the town of Oral Valley. Um, it has hundreds of pets available for adoption and foster, including puppies, kittens, dogs, cats, and small animals. Um, we have uh, veterinarians on staff. We have dedicated, wonderful volunteers on staff. And, uh, you know, in terms of what we do there, we take in all kinds of animals, you know, whether it's um, stray animal, mostly stray animals, actually. But, you know, if um, a family is struggling, then we try to help them out as much as we can and um, just try to find homes for, um, you know, the voiceless here in Pima County. And tell me a little bit about how things have changed with, with COVID. Was it a help for you? Did people want to adopt more animals or, or are you seeing a, a pushback now that people are going back to work that, that they don't have yeah. the room? I think, I think that the data is still being analyzed, but just kind of looking roughly at it, um, you know, I would say that it did it help. Uh, no, it didn't help. Um, were we at capacity? Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was just a lot of intake and it was a lot of trying to find, um, homes for, uh, pets that were, you know, had to uh, be dropped off or surrendered because their owner got sick with COVID or unfortunately had passed due to COVID. And so trying to rehome them was, was a big challenge. Um, so we are still actually in uh, code red. We've been in code red. What that means is that we're just at capacity, right? So we only can hold so many and we have so many kennels. But PAC has been in code red since uh, June of 2021. Um, again, meaning that we open with a, a single digit number of kennels, sometimes none. And so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of how COVID is uh we've been operating we have wonderful dedicated uh staff and volunteers who have just been doing their very absolute best to uh, make sure that these animals are well taken care of during the pandemic and, and coming out of what may be what may be seeming to be coming out of it well I, I i can only imagine the stress level in in the facilities from a lot of different reasons uh the oh yeah the volunteer i think Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the, the volunteers, I, I just give them so much credit for being able to put those emotions aside to do what they need to do. Absolutely. That's 100% correct. They are just the most dedicated, I think, group because um, it takes a lot, right? It's not you're not dealing with um, other, I would say, maybe humans who may comply, but you're dealing with animals who have no idea what's going on, no idea, you know may take simple commands, may not, and who are just, you know, may be aggressive, but also, you know, there are some good ones in there. So just that level of dedication to deal with that uh, day in and day out is really, uh, takes a real special kind of person naturally. Yeah. I would think. So we're, we're truly thankful. <laughs> I would think something fun for them might be what's coming up as a, as a, as a fundraiser and awareness raiser uh, for, for PAC. And that is the Pets of Pima Parade. Uh, going down Fourth Avenue, can you tell us a little bit what what we can expect? Because this is next Saturday. That this is coming up on the twenty third. Um, yeah, yeah. This is absolutely a chance for volunteers, uh, for staff, uh, for the community at large, actually, 
to celebrate. So it is the Tucson Subaru Petsapima Parade. This is our inaugural event. Again, down historic Fourth Avenue, Saturday, April 23rd. And it would be starting at 8.30 a.m. till about uh, 10.30 a.m. Again, this is our inaugural event. So we can say that it'll be, you know, till 10.30, but who's to say? And that's well, the schedule that we're keeping on, especially I know how crazy um, parades may logistically get. But, um, yeah, you know, it's a celebration of the love between pets and humans and just honoring that bond. And we're just inviting community members from across Tucson and Pima County to show off their their fur babies, their cherished companions, their their family members on four legs or two legs or with feathers or scales, you know, it's not just for cats and dogs. It's for any animal, um, you know, side note, you know, any animal that you think would do well in a parade setting. Right. Um, and uh, people are just invited to participate with the pets of all shapes, sizes and species. It is free to attend, but it is, it's a fundraising. There's a fundraising component to it, which is if you would like to walk in the parade, we're asking people to raise or donate $100 uh, for the registration. One registration covers an entire household. So, for example, if you have five people who want to walk in the parade and you only have one dog, all five of those people can walk and the one animal or the dog in that example Um also, just keeping in mind that anyone that would be managing the dog, we're asking that they be 13 years or older, just to make sure that they may have enough um, strength to hold the dog in case the dog gets, uh, or, or, you know, not in this instance, in this example, I'm talking about dog, but in case the animal uh, wants to run away or get, um, get away from them. We are talking to Roman Urias of Friends of Pack about their upcoming parade of pets happening next weekend on fourth avenue and we'll be back to finish up that interview in just a moment but i want to remind you that you are listening to life along the streetcar on downtown radio 99.1 fm and available for streaming on downtownradio.org this podcast is sponsored by the mortgage guidance group and nova home loans if you enjoyed this podcast keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes current events and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Let's finish up that interview with Roman. We're, we're talking about the pet parade happening next weekend down on 4th Avenue. And it is more than just uh, walking the pets through the area. There's all kinds of family activities, and he's going to fill us in on all of those right now. At the at the, the you got a lot of information on the website. Your Facebook is 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 really built out too. But there's a lot of things going on. It's not just about pets. You've got like music and uh, there's like a classic car show and like all kinds of entertainment. It, it, so that's all going to be packed into that two hour time frame. Yeah. Well, so. 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. is the actual, like, procession of everything, right? The actual parading, you know, and promenading down the 4th Avenue. But immediately following the parade, uh, we are going to have the HBO Max Pipes and Paws car show. It's um, part of the, the, the segment of the day or the parade called Four Legs on 4th um, Avenue. 
And that is just really encouraging people that after the parade to, to patronize the, um, uh, the stores and, and the services and, and restaurants on 4th Avenue um, with their animal. Um, but also in this instance, uh, talking about the car show um, that will be along um, 8th Street. We're just inviting people to take a look at that. And then there's going to be, uh, of course, you know, we can't do this without having an adoption event. So we're having the HSL Properties <laughs> Adoption Extravaganza. Uh, so if someone's looking for a new family member, we'll definitely have them uh, ready for you. Uh, and that may or may not include, I, I'm not 100% sure, but it's not just going to be um, dogs or cats. There may be some other exotic animals that will be up for adoption as well. We also have the Renewal by Anderson Kids Court. It's going to be located at the Mike Haggerty Plaza. So post-parade fun and games to be had there with the whole family, including face painting, balloon art, reading to the pets and more. Oh, man. So this, this is not just about uh, walking your dog. This is a whole day of fun activities for the family. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And thank you for reminding me of uh, I may have forgotten to mention, or maybe I do need to put maybe that bit of information up on the site, but you know, it, the, um, the parade is from 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And um, of course, safety is our number one concern with everybody, animals and humans alike. Uh, so if you do plan on enjoying the festivities after the parade, um, just keep in mind, you know, especially with dogs, um, about their pads and their feet becoming hot with um, the concrete or the, the street. So if you have booties or anything that they can wear, that's highly recommended. But just always being aware that um, of, of how hot the ground may be getting. Because if it ends at 10.30 a.m. and we're asking people to enjoy the other stuff, it may get into noon. We don't think that that the ground will be too much. Uh, we do think that the temperature will be within tolerances for the animal's um, feet. But again, we leave that to the owner's discretion. And I was looking through your list of sponsors. I mean, it's quite, it's, it's quite a diverse group. I mean, there, there are clearly a lot of uh, corporations in Tucson and that are in support of, of the, uh, of the care center. Uh, it's just yeah. amazing to me that you got raising canes, TEP, Casino del Sol, uh, I even saw a, like HBO Max is sponsoring something. I think that's really a, a good sign that the community is so much behind all of these uh, activities that you're doing. Absolutely. We're just so thrilled and so lucky to be working with uh, Raising Canes. They have been wonderful partners. TEP has been wonderful partners uh, with us. This this is uh, TEP in particular. Um, assisted us in our previous calendar contest by uh, printing. And so they were able to, um, you know, donate those services to us. And all the, again, the proceeds going to the life-saving work of Friends of PAC, uh, excuse me, to PAC, <laughs> um, you know, Casino del Sol, we're excited because, you know, obviously um, sponsorships that are local are always appreciated. Um, building that relationship out and showing that relationship between the local nonprofit and local businesses is always uh, good for us. Central Pet, Central Pet Prize Pack. Um, you know, so when people register for the parade and raise money to support Pack, they can win some amazing prizes. Um, so the more money someone raises, the cooler the prizes. Um, and of course, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one, and I'm so sorry if I do, but there's there's just a lot of local support that we're very um, 
grateful for here. Well, I think you mentioned like Renewal by Anderson and then HSL Properties. So, you know, they're all sponsoring different aspects of the uh, of the event. But this is a parade, right? Who is the Grand Marshal? Is it is it an animal or, or is it a person? So KOLD News 13 Chief Meteorologist Aaron Christensen has been also so fantastic in working with us, not just in the parade, but in other aspects, you know, um, for, for nonprofits, there are two, well, in Arizona, there are two major giving days, and that's Arizona Gives Day and Giving Tuesday. And she has just been in support of us doing live shots on those days, asking for people to raise money. Um, she has supported us in many other ways. And it just seemed so fitting that, you know, this this local um, person who has some celebrity, you know, be in on this. And we're and we're just so thankful that she is able to to do this. Um, so this particular parade also has a another grand marshal that was just an amazing story. Not I'm not sure if you read up on that one, but there was a German shepherd attack a few years ago that was adopted and um, adopted uh, by somebody local here, and they trained them, and they were trained so well that they got picked up by a video game series called Call of Duty and became... Um, Call of Duty Rex. So it's the German Shepherd that you see on some of the video games. Uh, I believe that is modeled and stuff um, for them and kind of does tricks and stuff. So just a really great, you know, trajectory that this adopted animal, which would be seemingly like, you know, you know it's just an adopted animal, but, you know, with, with passion, love and dedication, this owner was able to like give this dog a really great life. So we invited, um, his name is Aaron, and uh, also spelled the same way, E-R-I-N, uh, to um, be a Grand Marshal as well. All right. So we've got two Aarons, and, and will, will Rex be there, Call of Duty Rex? Call of Duty Rex will be there. Uh, That's correct. <laughs> all right. So we've got, got all kinds of celebrities leading the parade this year. Yeah. That's awesome. We're hoping... Yeah, we're hoping that um, Call of Duty Rex may do some tricks. If not, that's okay. We're just happy to have him there. But that would be cool to see him in gear doing something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. And one thing I got to ask you about, um, this, this I, I saw it popped up when I went to your website to do a little research, uh, a pet sickle. What, what the heck is a pet sickle? Right. So for people who think who want to participate, and this was – you know, in the, in the planning stages, we were thinking this parade's not going to be very inclusive of certain animals, especially cats. You can't, you know, talk about the phrase hurting cats. <laughs> you can't really, you know, uh, expect a cat to walk in a parade. So we're like, well, what about all the other animals that wouldn't do well there? So at first we started, well, what if we had people submit their picture with just a headshot and we put it on a shirt? But that got kind of pricey. Um, so a more economical option was having this nine by nine inch um, dual sided paper with a popsicle stick kind of holding up this image of your animal. So that way you can walk in the parade um, and still honor your animal and uh, be representing your animal, uh, you know, because they may not do well in a parade setting. So that's that's where that came from. Oh, very cool, pet sickle. Okay, I I didn't read the 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 box that popped up, so I thought it was like a treat for the pets. I didn't realize it was uh, honoring them. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I think the title. It's really you know you got to kind of 
I don't know. It's just it's at the top. I think it kind of explains. Oh, I'm like, sure. Oh, well it, so. it popped up a whole paragraph. So I'm I'm sure hey. I'm sure there's plenty of information. I just you know. Yeah, and like I said, this is year one, and that's good info that you're giving me. This would you know, hey, some people might just kind of dismiss it. So let's make it more pronounced as to what it is. So you know, something to consider. I don't know. I was thinking, you know, petsicles. Actually, I was thinking like little ice cubes or something on the hot day. But anyway, so it's the Tucson, <laughs> Tucson Subaru Pets of Pima Parade, the inaugural parade, which means we're likely to see this again and again. We just want to make sure it's a success. It's it's presented by the friends of uh, the uh, of PAC. And you can check out PAC's website. You can check out um, the Pets of Pima Parade. It looks like Pets of, of the Pets Parade might be, is that, that's not specific to Pima. Like they do those in other parts of the country or, or is it just a... Yeah, I've been doing some research. They do it in other parts of the country, other parts of the world. They have like a pets parade, but this is going to be the one that we're hoping becomes a new Tucson tradition. You know, um, we have the rodeo, the gym show, but now we're going to have the pet parade and we just hope it's going to be good. I just wanted to also mention the um, two, our other partners, Tucson International Airport, Sunlink, 4th Avenue, of course, iHeartRadio, Arizona Daily Star, and um, Fox 11, KMSB, and my team. Man, that is just a, a wide selection of people supporting this. And it's going to be Saturday, April 23rd. Parade starts at 830. Obviously, you know, whenever we do anything downtown, there's, there are some construction uh, issues with, with the roads as we're expanding the area. So keep in mind parking. Maybe get there a little bit earlier. I think your site actually had a parking map for people correct uh, mm-hmm. and it's going to be on the fourth avenue enjoy the day and uh, support a fantastic uh, group that's supporting the Pima animal care center uh roman this is um this has been fantastic what anything we missed anything we didn't cover no i think this event's going to be great it's going to be a who we're just loving to see all the animals and we hope to see people there fantastic i really appreciate your time i know you got a lot of things to do getting ready so i appreciate you taking some time out and we'll get this uh on the air sunday and uh we'll see you i'm sure on april 23rd absolutely thank you so much tom for having me thank you we'll uh, we'll chat soon well roman Urias of uh, friends of pack telling us all about the pet parade happening on fourth avenue my name is tom heath and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 1824. Nova, NMLS number 3087, VK number 0902429, Equal Housing Opportunity. Getting your swag on, Downtown Radio, got some cool stuff, hope you head over to the website, check it out, check out some of the DJs that are putting on shows throughout the week, maybe some of the talk shows on Sundays. We have uh, Words and Work with uh, Ted Brzezelski following us. And then at the top of the hour, it is always uh, Ty Logan and Heavy Mental, one of those long-standing traditions here on Downtown Radio. And just a uh, very genuine and honest man that uh, has just a, a fantastic show that, that he puts on each and every week. Sometimes it's just him, and that amazes me. Uh, I, I'm fortunate to have guests. I don't think I could talk for a half hour 
let alone an hour. And, and uh, Ty does that and, and does it well with heavy mental. Uh, and as you know, it's a rock and roll radio station the other six days of the week with fantastic music. Uh, one of my shows I'm, I'm really coming to, to love is uh, Hope and Bo Awesome with the Arizona 411, Arizona made music. Good to hear things happening around the state from our local musicians. Hey, coming up next week, one of my favorite topics, it's food. We're going to talk to the founder of the Tucson Food Tour. He's been doing this for 10 years now, which means he started well before Tucson got on that culinary scene. But uh, he, uh, Brad, has uh, been doing tours with not just food, but mixing in history along the way so people get a full sense of the community and the downtown 4th Avenue and Main Gate Square area. And he'll be on to tell us all about what he's been up to and some cool things that are coming down the road for Arizona or for Tucson uh, food tours. And as always, we uh, want your input for guests, for topics. What should we be covering? Who should we be talking to? What are we missing? One of the best ways to do that is just simply post something on our Facebook page or tag us. You can always email us, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Just uh, get it in front of us, and we'll be glad to highlight a hidden gem. And speaking of hidden gems, which I'm hoping it's not a hidden gem for too much longer, but um, you know, we, we finally finished our book. The, uh, the, the title's called My Life Along the Streetcar, a collection of interviews. We focused on seven really sort of fundamental stories that we covered in the first year of being on the air. That was way back, almost five years ago. And the book came together so nicely. Uh, James Portis, who was my partner in this, he took a lot of the photography, put this uh, book together. We, uh, we transcribed the interviews for a bulk of the book and then did some follow-up with some of, the, uh, some of the stories. Really happy with the way it turned out. But printing has just taken forever because there's been a paper shortage uh, and... The, the book itself is not fully out yet. We were able to get some copies printed. They are the smaller version. They're not the full-size uh, coffee table book that we uh, will eventually unveil. But if you had some interest in that, wanted to see what we were doing, you can head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org and uh, put your name on that list. We can either get you a copy of the current book, which is good, and it's a little bit less expensive, or you can put your name on a list if you'd like to get a copy or be interested in getting more information on the coffee table book. Well, holy smokes, we're just about done with episode 199, which means next week is episode 200, and it's about food. That seems like just very, uh, very perfect, very serendipitous for me. Well, we talked to uh, Roman from the Friends of PAC about a pet parade, so guess what? We're going to leave you with music today uh, from 2014. It's a band called Making Music Rockin' Rhythms, and the song is Pet Parade. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Go